What is going on? Welcome to Outside the Top 25. I am your host, Rob Fox, and we're talking week one football for all those teams who just aren't ranked. Let's get wet. Let's do that our thing. Soft service for softcore history and let's get wet is... Yeah. yeah all right. So. That's fine. Uh, you're the, you're the, you're the uh, slogan guy. The brand guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm joined, as always, by Dan Register. What's up? It's just us in the studio, and uh, Hightower Sean got him to, you know, yeah. switch for us. We'll see how that goes. Well, we're recording on a Tuesday morning because my wife has a baby sliding out of her. I kind of need the headphones on so to know when. I can only, like, vaguely hear. You can. Yeah, yeah, I'm going, I can only vaguely hear uh, the sound effects that Sean smashes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we've turned into that It's Always Sunny episode. Yeah. Where we just become uh, early morning radio DJs. Fucking literally. I yeah. like, though, that our uh, podcast pretty much goes out. We said Wednesday. We haven't done an episode on Wednesday yet. Not yet. No, no, not once. That might be a good gig. Yeah. Every day but Wednesday. Every day. Do you like my shirt? Look at you. I wore it exclusively for you. I mean. For Ross, too. Yeah. It's more for Ross. Like, I'll just. What like, up, Ribbon? What up, Craig? Yeah, like, I'll Early just, morning chat. Yep. In, in here, by the way, breaking news, not out of college football, but uh, it's got the same flavor as a not top 25 <laughs> kind of thing. Well, I would argue he could, you could make the argument Cam Newton's the best college football player of all time. You could. So that, that's our little tie in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cam Newton, cut by the Patriots. Weird. Yeah. Cut by, Cam Newton has been cut by the Patriots. <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones, Jones is going to be the starter. Another win for Bama over Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just fucking doesn't get any better. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's the little breaking news we had. If you didn't get that push notification on your phone yet. We just broke that news for you. We just broke that news to a lot of people, uh, <laughs> except the audio listeners two days from now. Hey, we don't know that. Yeah. They could be off, they could be off they the grid. They could be real off the grid. Uh, but let's get into uh, some week zero recap. Uh, just real quick. Um, so I actually went back. I listened to our picks. Yeah. We weren't bad. Right. You went 4-0. Kind of. I chickened out and switched. Well, no, on the podcast you went four. On the podcast so I went four. Said, yeah, I, I went five and two. All right, but I just I sat two out that I. But you I would have t- gotten Fre- I would have picked Fresno, I think, but I uh, didn't. Well, so let's recap real quick. Yeah. Just you know, we're transparent here. Yes, we like to yes show you our picks, show you kind of recap what we did. Both had Illinois money line should really count as two wins. We'll count as one, but yeah. should count as two. Uh, by the way, Nebraska should have won that game. Oh yeah. They- ne- yeah, like sure. the more I think about it, Illinois had fourteen, got fourteen free points, and still only won by a touchdown. Uh, the and, scoop and score really changed things. The scoop and score, but then also before that, the like thirty yard penalty. Yeah, the uh, the like, but a thirty yard penalty that negated an interception. So Nebraska's defense up until, I honestly the whole first half, Nebraska's defense pretty much dominated Illinois. Like Illinois couldn't get shit going. And uh, and then <laughs> that fucking scoop and score. Nebraska also lost, left four points off the board with like missing a wide open dude in the end zone. I mean, and this is really just a bigger condemnation of Nebraska than anything. Like that was a winnable ass game. Like extremely win. N- Illinois' offense in the first quarter, in particular, looked god awful. Yeah, with I mean, both quarterbacks. Ta- that kid Taylor Britt kind of cost him single-handedly <laughs> yeah like you don't want to put it on one player but i believe he was the kid uh 
that tried to field the punt at the one yard line and got oh. the safety and like threw it out of the end zone. Oh my! Oh fuck yeah! And he also had the thirty yard penalty. Yeah, that kind of changed things so around. That's, uh, so that's 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 another two points that they randomly for no reason gave to Illinois. Yeah, man, if you had that prop bet opening score of the college football season being a safety, yeah, you made out. You made real. Good I don't know money. if anybody offered that. Prop Shouldn't bet? you just do that every year? It won't happen again for twenty three years. It happened in the Super Bowl for the Seahawks yep. Broncos game. I remember, I remember it was it paid out like hundred to one or something something stupid. That's really fucking funny. Yeah. Why not just toss twenty bucks on that every year? Uh, Craig says just blame Frosty. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. At the end of the day, you always blame Scott Frost. Um, I mean, Adrian Martinez also really bad. Um, he Adrian Martinez is awful. A- Adrian he had Mar- that seventy five yard run, and that's kind of what like keeps you interested in having Adrian Martinez as your quarterback because you always have that threat of being able to break one off. But yeah, he's not a good passer. He's he's an awful passer. And the fucking fucked up thing is though, it's like, okay, but if he doesn't break that seventy yard run, then he probably ends the game with like forty rushing yards, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not like he was dominating on the ground. It's not like, oh fuck, is he gonna tuck it and go, or is he gonna he gonna throw a dime somewhere? It's just like, is he gonna throw a duck, or is he gonna kind of like weirdly run and maybe break one off every other game? All all of this is to say that don't get too high on Illinois. (laughs) No, no. I think I said this last (laughs) week, right? I was like, Illinois beats Nebraska. Yeah. Lays an egg against UTSA. And we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, Then we also, I mean, I had Fresno. I mean, the easiest probably pick of the week because UConn doesn't, shouldn't play football. No. Um, You you were a coward. You sat that game out. I did. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. I also had the under as well, which was super easy because UConn can't score. Right. Um, we both had UCLA. Yeah. Kind of, this, honestly, this is a very chalky week. It was. Because a lot of people, obviously, Illinois was a very, like, public side yeah. underdog. I feel like a lot of people had Illinois. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, is that a little, is that Vegas just, like, giving everyone a taste? It, that's, it usually happens like that. Like, week <laughs> one, week two, everyone starts to feel themselves. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a fucking gambling god. And yeah. then, yeah, like, about week four. Three, four, five—you get smacked in the fucking dick. <laughs> it always happens. So, like, get out. We gotta, we gotta pad our records these first two weeks. Yeah, as, just to break even on this. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty much. Uh, I had the, I had the over, which is so I took a big, big time L there. I didn't bet the over on air. I didn't pick the over on air, but I did end up betting the over in that UCLA game, and I feel like that should have hit. It was 44 to 10 going into the fourth quarter, and neither need, team scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so that was you, cool. You needed two touchdowns in, in the fourth quarter to get that over. Yeah. Uh, and really, honestly, I think you need two touchdowns in the last like 18 minutes or 17 minutes or something like that. So, I mean, there was plenty of time to do It'd it. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd you know? do be like that. <laughs> uh, uh, the, then, of course, you know, the game of the weekend. Oh, yeah. UTEP, New Mexico State. You took UTEP. You were, you were a smart man. I think I think my exact like thinking was I don't know you just UTEP just lay the points yeah UTEP whatever <laughs> miners came out firing all cylinders <laughs> um, my New Mexico State Aggies potentially the worst team in college football now I don't know about that um, I, I I took the points and I took the under at least kind of broke even on that game yeah we we both took the under because we're like. These teams can't score. No. And well, was, it's, it's, we said, I think, last week, it's either the, like, they, they score 100 or they score, like, 25. Well, they scored 33. Yeah. I think, right? It was 33 was the final. 
I don't know. I can't I don't recall. Ca- don't care. Didn't didn't watch a second. I know of that this game. is I know this is outside the top twenty five, but I'm not going that deep into the bowels of college football very often. Right. Like I I, I try my best. Yeah. To watch some really sloppy bad games, but I, even that. Right. I can't. YouTube has some up to that point. YouTube has some pretty good uh, um running backs. Sean, you don't get to just like speak whenever you want to on this podcast. I can throw it to you. But just because you're you're running the boards right now doesn't mean you get to speak. Have I hear you if want. I hear about UTEP running backs one more goddamn time, yeah. and that's the first time I've ever heard about them, and I'm already I will cut your mic from this desk. Angry I know how. about just run back there and <laughs> physically cut it with a pair of scissors. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the week. It was you know week zero. I I. I, I after the Illinois game, I was bored as fuck. I watched a little bit of UCLA, but then I switched over to baseball because um, I still got to do a podcast about that too. So, um, Ugh, why? <laughs> baseball's fun. No, it's not. Uh, but anyway, let's get into uh, your <clears throat> Fatal Four update. Updated Fatal Four. I'm, I'm just gonna say this because so few people played. I'm leaving. I'm gonna leave mine the same. My basketball school Fatal Four. I'm gonna leave Kansas in there. I also had UConn and UMass. And then uh, UConn, UMass updated on mine. Uh, UL Monroe hasn't played yet, but still on mine. Uh, and yeah, New Mexico State now. I think that's potentially the, is the New Mexico worst State? team in the country. Yeah, no, they're they are FBS, right? Yeah. Okay, just barely. UConn is not. They're soon to be FCS. I think New Mexico State is actually like a in, weirdly independent school. That is why not. They might be. I don't know. Yeah. Why not? I Who cares? Know. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're, they're pulling the whole Liberty card. Again, why not? <laughs> why? Why not? Think about it. If, I think it's more nobody wants them in their conference. Yeah, but also how much money can what if you just actually made way more money playing those P5 schools every single week to get smacked around? Like you just make 500 grand a week. The, pretty much the idea that goes to New Mexico State's just cash in backroom checks. <laughs> yeah. I like that. They just get just like duffel they, bags full of cash yeah, for they, the AD. They just get like Iowa, Bama, fucking USC, Oregon State. Like, they just play all of those schools that'll beat the shit out of them, but they get paid, like, three to 500 grand a week. That's got to be more money than, like, I don't know, UTSA makes in a conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would think, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you probably think. <laughs> if, yeah, if I'm, like, a small-time school that has no chance of, like, competing yeah. at all. Go independent, get bent over every week. Just be like, hey... You want to uh, you want to play your your third string quarterback, get him reps. Yeah, give us a little five hundred k. And then here's the recruiting pitch to your players. Hey, you want to be on national TV every week? There you go. Every single week. It's like Texas State last year. Yeah. <laughs> every single week. Yeah, it's a shot at you, Sean. And uh, I, I'm a Bobcat for life. Like when when it comes to Texas, that's my school of choice. Except this year, I'm actually on the the Roadrunners. Big UTSA guy this year. <laughs> Should we get into week one? Let's get into some week one games and picks and all kinds of fun fucking shit. So actually, the first game is tomorrow, um, but I'm, I just didn't put it on the, the docket because it's not worth talking about. Yeah. It's UAB, Jacksonville State. Mm. Don't really want to talk about it. Don't know anything about Jacksonville State. Well, this, is like, this, this show is like it's outside the top 25, but like inside the top 80. <laughs> I think UAB is. I mean, okay. anytime, I mean, as long as they have Bill Clark... UAB's going to kind of be competitive. All right. I mean, they didn't have a team a few years ago. And yeah, not, they came back. They came back and uh, made bowl games. So that was, well, all the UAB fans were pissed. Like, they were like, Why? what? 
What? Why? You just cut the football team? <laughs> yeah, like, it was mind-boggling. But, awesome. uh, all right, let's get into some week one. You all got right, first uh, game. a little Philly flavor. On the food. docket, we got Temple plus 14 at Rutgers, over under 51 and a half. Rod carrying the Owls, trying to bounce back after a dreadful one and six last season. Yeah. And this is like your least favorite team. Like, you think this team is dog shit. Oh, I think they stink. But, uh, well, I'll, I'll get your opinion on this. Uh, Georgia transfer, Dwayne Mathis, getting the not quarterback for the Owls. 6'6". I think he's too tall to be a quarterback, really. Anybody that's over 6'5", I think that's too tall. Uh, sure. I don't know about that. I, I honestly, it's not a good sign. I, I don't trust a Georgia transfer from quarterback for the most. I know Justin Fields was He got one. a cup of coffee, which like he started the game for, for Georgia. Yeah. I remember. He was terrible. I, I, yeah. Like I know Justin Fields was a Georgia quarterback transfer, but like by and large, I don't trust someone who had to transfer out of the Georgia program at that position in particular. Like, um, no, I generally, I think the rule of thumb is if Kirby Smart chased them out, they're probably a good quarterback, but I don't think Mathis got Eason chased Eason wasn't out. that good. About Fields? Fields was, but that's it. Uh, uh, what other quarterback has he had that's even of note? Eason's in the NFL. Yeah, like a backup or something. Like, what? I don't know. Was he, I guess he's all right. He, didn't do, he really didn't do anything in Washington, though, did he? Um, no, he was fine in Washington, yeah, he's actually. Fine in Washington. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't trust Temple at all. You are also like all over Temple being dog shit. <laughs> Four starters back on the offensive line. Uh, actually, one of the best offensive lines in the AAC last year. Okay. Only gave up 12 sacks. Don't know how they went 1-6 when your offensive line's good. Uh, they have, I think they're like one of the lowest returning production teams. Like, they're to- they've turned over their team pretty decently. Uh, whereas Rutgers has some of the most return. I think Rutgers is top 10 in returning production. They are. Uh, so, first game of the year at Rutgers. Jaden Blue coming back for the house. I kind of... Not super explosive receiver, but he's consistent, you know. Defense is really bad, though. Secondary's an issue. Yeah. And uh, for Rutgers, on the other side, you got Bo Melton. You got, uh, you got Noah Vedrill being quarterback for Shiano. He's a seasoned, consistent starter. Actually, former UCF Knight. One of uh, Scott Frost's recruits. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Is that a good thing to say, though, at this point? Like, so, he's not like, you know, he's not going to make you he's not a playmaker but he's not going to make mistakes he's like pretty meh all right it's pretty meh um but i mean Rutgers should 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 cover the spread here they should cover the 14 yeah they they have a, a ton of returning talent on offense now granted it's not like their offense is amazing but i don't know you said temple's defense is dog shit yeah their defense is bad um and I just don't really know what to expect from Mathis. I kind of think I kind of think Rutgers too this season is going to be not good per se, but Shiano's going to have them like on the right track. Feisty, be yeah. Like they might feisty. not even be as good record wise as they were last year, but they're going to be in every game. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be feisty. Like you're actually going to you're going to win this bet if you take Rutgers, but in the future when you're betting against other teams playing Rutgers or betting for other teams playing against Rutgers, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so what do you got for this game? Uh, I like Rutgers to cover. Uh, I kind of like the under, though. 51 and a half? Yeah, 51 and a half. Uh, I mean, it's 
Big Ten versus right. AAC. Uh, do you want me to write you down for that under? Do you want to be officially locked in for that under? Yeah, lock me in for the under. I'm going to not touch that. So I got you locked in. Okay. Uh, next up, my boys. You got your guys. The University of Central Florida. Set your knots. Is this your biggest opening game in like a decade? Um, off the top of my head. No, uh, well, yeah, I guess since the fucking Texas game, right? Where we opened up uh, the bounce house. Texas came in and only beat us by three. All right, when was that? We weren't even good. It was like 2008, I think. Okay, yeah. wait, so you weren't even in school yet. No. So that's over a decade ago. So yeah. this is the biggest, of the last 10 years, this is your biggest opening week. I like to think so, because I think Boise's good this year. Yeah. I think Boise's real good. Uh, but, you know, my boy DG's back for a third year. Through three, 32 touchdowns last year, four interceptions, uh, plenty of weapons. Uh, Gus really went hard in the portal. Which is huge. Yeah. I, I think we were talking about this maybe off air the other day, or maybe it was on, maybe it was on the Monday morning recap. But, uh, dude, the transfer portal for schools like ours and any, probably any school we are talking about on this show, really, like, that's where you fucking do it now, I think. I think, like, Texas State did only transfers, which we loved. I honestly think, like, why the fuck not, dude? Like, why? I know you probably want the five-star freshmen, as many of those as you can get, but, like, you're not, you're just not, it's just not going to happen at, at a UCF or Missouri or, or any other schools we're talking about, really. So why fucking not yeah, stock I mean, up on the transfer portal? Nate Craig's Myers follows Gus from Auburn, super deep threat. Brandon Johnson from Tennessee. Uh, and then Notre Dame transfer, Jordan Johnson. So we got, I mean, receivers out the ass. The real question is, though, uh, running back for us, because uh, Bentavious Thompson just left the team a few weeks ago. Really undisclosed. I'm not really sure why he left. Well, He's supposed to be the next guy up. Hopefully it wasn't police Hopefully not police It probably was. You'd know if it was. So he was probably just mad about something or had a family issue. So it's going to be kind of running back by committee. You got Mark uh, Anthony Richards following Gus from Auburn. How's the offensive line? Uh, it's okay. Like Everyone came back. Yeah. Okay, but, but like it was, it wasn't great last year. Yeah, but offensive line is the type of thing where it's like, oh yeah, we need only... reps. Yeah, like it's yeah. like, well, yeah, I mean, they all came back, but they were only like, I don't know, they ranked like middle of the pack in the AAC last year. But like that's 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 yeah, like that of all the of all the units, that yeah. is the one where just straight up experience is maybe what matters the most, other than size. And again, it was a fucking Josh Heupel offense that. I, I have no read on the offensive line because it's either, you know, draw up the middle or uh, have Gabriel fucking drop back. For, wait till like all the receivers. Seven-step seven drop yeah, back. Wait till wait all the receivers are Like a 40. four vert. Yeah. yeah. And uh, get sacked. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I have, no, I have no read. No, I think, actually, their entire offen- offensive line being back is huge to me. I, always, I will always take that unless you have some, like, blue-chip transfer or, or recruit coming in. Like, Got a little... Uh, Bruiser coming in from Northwestern, Isaiah Bowser. Kind of a little bit, little wrecking ball of running back. And then uh, Trillian Cole's coming off his Achilles injury last year. Never good to have a running back coming off an Achilles injury. It, so we're, we're still figuring out the running back position. Modern, um, modern medicine is pretty good. That's true. I mean, it, there's a kid I think I saw, um, names escaping me right now. School's escaping me right now, but he came up, or at Clemson, the backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, had an Achilles injury in the spring game. It's going to be ready for the season. Let's fucking go. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, man, it's 2021. 
Uh, Boise, uh, Andy Alvalos steps in for the departed Harson. A lot of buzz and excitement about getting back to the Boise of old. I actually, um, so I went out a few weeks ago with Kylie's um, friend for her birthday. Yeah. Met a former Boise State Bronco. Was on the football team. Okay. Um, and he's just, he was giving me a little insight. We were going, little, going back and forth for week one. Just trading info. Yeah. Um, they got nine returning starters on offense. Uh, Khalil Shakir and uh, C.T. Thompson are a fucking problem on the outside. A little worried about that. I, um, Tim Plow from UC Davis was hired as the OC. He's going to change things up. This, this is going to be a real high-tempo game. Like, yeah. The Boise State old is kind of out right now. They're, they're kind of trying to be more modern. I mean, they offense. were extremely modern for a long time. And I guess, I don't know, the world. But I'm, like by. pace of play, like yeah, yeah. go, go, go. They go. want more possessions, yeah. essentially. You got Hank Bachmeyer back. He beat out Jack Sears in an intense summer camp to get his QB job back. Uh, the line right now, uh, I believe, is four and a half. Boise's catching four and a half. It's, uh, I've got it's it in the balance house. I've got it updated to Boise catching five. Okay, so it's up to five. We'll, we'll, we'll recognize that five. As it is the, the time of recording. And the over-under is 69. Nice. Man. This is, a, this is a fucking tough one to call for me. I kind of want to just be like, sure. Dan, you're knights. Oh, Lloyd Burke actually tells me uh, Sears is hurt. So that's why Bachmeyer won the starting position. Okay. Um, yeah, Bachmeyer is a little injury prone too. Yeah. So um, if Lloyd Burke says if he gets hurt, game won't even be close. Right. I tend to agree that um, we're going to kind of make a statement this game. Okay. I respect Boise. I think Boise is probably going to win the Mountain West. But I think this is Gus Uh, making a statement. Week one. I think I see the Knights win in. Give you a final score. Say 42. 31. So the over's hitting. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will take UCF covering. I am going to stay away from that 69, though. Okay. Uh, I gave you a final. Uh, I don't want to officially go on record taking the over. Okay. That is a lot of points. 69 is a lot of points. That's a lot of fucking points. Especially, and now this guy's got me spooked about <laughs> the quarterback getting hurt. Yeah. I will, uh, I will take, not take the over or the under on that, but I will take UCF. Winning at home. And leaving this show, maybe forever. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. I think the winner of this game for sure probably gets ranked. Yeah, I, would, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, so we're both on UCF? Yep. Minus the points. And we're not touching the over-under? I don't like the over-under on that. I just, it's just a lot of points for, like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's go to, should we, actually, we should be ballsy and just, just call a push. A push on the 69 <laughs> I wish they could fuck it. What if they offered that? MyBookie.com. I mean, does, you got to offer that. Does 45-24 sound out of the question? Like, if it's an even, like a, just a round number, you should be able to bet that on the board like it's roulette, right? Yeah. Like green hits. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the odds would be. That would, that would be kind of insane if you just, like, I want, I want exactly 69. 69 on the dot. Yeah, that would, uh, I, you could, I mean, I know in live betting you can bet, like, pretty tight ranges. Like, between X and Y. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can bet, like, what's, what's the final total? And it'd be, like, between 68 and 70. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, well, I'm, well if you want to... You get long odds on that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> 
So you could do that in the live bet if you want, if you want to be a real fucking psycho about it. All right, so we're we both agreed in the first two games. I'm not not a fan of that. Want a little? Want to change yeah, you it wanna, up a bit? All right, all right. Michigan State plus three catching or catching three at Northwestern over under is 45. I love this under. Oh, this all this game's the gonna under. Suck. Yeah, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> Anthony Russo comes in uh, from Temple, my guy, uh, to give Mel Tucker some experience at QB. Haven't seen any confirmation that he's actually the starter. Uh, he was, it kind of seemed like he was going to beat out Peyton Thorne for that starting position, yeah. but not really seeing uh, anything online right now that kind of confirms that. But the, they definitely need a change of pace. This is position. actually a stunning over-under. These 45. Are, these are two top 20 defenses, according to SP+, and both terrible offenses. Right, like a Pat Fitzgerald, it doesn't matter who's on his defense, it's going to be a good defense. Right. That's what he does. It's at Northwestern, so it's on the grass, and their grass always feels a little longer. Ooh, what time is it? What time is it? Uh, let's see. Is it an 11 a.m. kickoff? I mean, if because it is. Because it's a little sleepy game at Northwestern. Yeah. That's what they like to do to you. They lull you to sleep. Uh, this game is a night game, actually. No. Well, what? Eight Northwestern should never have a night game. It's prime time. Eight, it's 8 central. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, actually, there are some weird primetime games here. Like, like Kansas is getting 7 p.m. Central against South Dakota. Um, yeah, I don't really want to. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's on a Friday. Um, Hunter Johnson named, you know, starter week one. Former five-star. It's always weird that Northwestern is a five-star quarterback. He got some reps last year. It wasn't very good. That is bizarre. Uh, beat out South Carolina transfer Ryan Holinsky. Um, Cam Porter, running back for Northwestern, out for the season with a leg injury. Not great. But, you know, five starters on that defense coming back for Pat Fitzgerald, which was tops in pass defense efficiency. So, can't really see Michigan State is it easy doing to a be, whole lot in the air. Is it easy to be... Oh, I'm sorry. They are tops in uh, defending pass efficiency. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, yeah, I guess... Until that Ohio State game. <laughs> well, yeah, things happen. Which, they, I mean, they gave Ohio State a game. I remember being here and watching it and fucking Ross losing his mind in the first half. Yeah, he, but then that made the live betting glorious. It did. It because did. we fucking killed on that. Uh, the only thing I'll say for Michigan State is I think they have, they're like, they have 85% of their offensive production returning. So, it's you know, they've got something there. Yeah, I mean, they're... I mean, if Russo's there, he's a gunslinger. He he goes for it. Still better than what they had last year. Um, they led the. I think they were second to last last year in turnovers from the QB position between fumbles and interceptions. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm taking the under, and I'm taking Michigan State to win this game outright. Yeah. Just take the point. You don't want the points. You're just gonna take the money line. Three points. Fuck it. All right. You're on Michigan. Michigan State going into Northwestern, yep. taking that dub. Here's the thing I, I, that I like about uh, Michigan State for this game. Northwestern ranks dead last in returning talent, in returning production. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to stick with the under. I'm not going to touch the game. Okay. Like, literally, Northwestern ranks last in returning offensive production and second to last in returning defensive production. Not great. That's really, yeah. And Michigan State, I don't know, man. They have a good defense too. Do you ever? Uh, do you ever? Not as good of a defense as you think. That's fine. But do, they, do you ever really trust Northwestern? Like, does it ever feel real? No, do you trust Mel Tucker? What? Do you trust Mel Tucker? I don't really trust either of these teams, but I don't know. Northwestern <laughs> never feels real to me. 
I'm taking Michigan State to win outright, and I love the under. I think Northwestern scores 10 points in this game. <laughs> they might win. That's fair, but I think they score 10 points. <laughs> they might win 10 to 6. Like, and that's a, that they cover there, too. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm on the under. You're on Michigan State. Uh, Western Michigan catching 17 at Michigan over under 67. Kate McNamara like, getting like a nod for Michigan. This. I don't, I don't like Michigan at all this year. I don't like anything about this game. <laughs> I would just look at this and be like, I don't know. Western Michigan is actually, uh, they're not bad. Yeah. They're, uh, they're going to compete. It's not like a total rollover game. It's not a cupcake game. But this just seems like the spots, though, where it kind of, you know, fucking gym gets the boys rolling. and uh, Right. He usually smashes the cupcakes or uh, the games that he should win. And then never shows up for any time big any big time game, which is about right. I I don't know. I'm not touching this either way. I'll I'll say this: the over under feels a little high. Maybe mm, I don't know. Uh, Western Michigan was 16th in offense last year. Okay, total offense. Jalen Hall averaged 27 yards a catch last season. Uh, they got a little speedster called Sky Moore. He's five nine. Just kind of goes around a little Deshaun Jackson type. Yeah. Uh, plenty of weapons. They got dual threat. Quarterback and Caleb Ellaby. Um, he's not bad. He's fine. But then, so, but you like Michigan to cover with all that offense on, on Western Michigan's side? No, I'm going to go with the over. You're just going with the over? I'm going to take the over in this game. Okay. What about you? Uh, I don't like the over. I, I think, man, let me look at Michigan here real quick. Let me just look at some, some hardcore stats on Michigan. Don Brown's gone. By the way, long t- long time defensive coordinator for Michigan. Yeah. New era. I mean, you know, they're pretty highly ranked and everything, but it's like, just do you trust it? Uh, I'm not touching this game. Like, okay. I, I really just don't. I don't like. I have no. Rob, f- I will put you down as a pussy coward. Yeah, that's fine. I I don't. I have no read on this game whatsoever. I guess if you forced me to choose, like if you, wh- but in this type of situation where I'm forced to choose and don't know, I'll usually decide with you. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll put you as a uh, uh, coward. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Uh, so on to the next game, Army catching two at Georgia State over under fifty. The question is, Rob, do you respect the troops? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially in these trying times, I respect the troops more than ever. Um, but do I think they can beat Georgia State? Is really the question. Well, they cover, yeah. Catching two, usually it's like they're going to win. Yeah. No, I like Georgia State to uh, cover. Yeah. I, I mean, have, they do have plenty of talent, right? Cornelius Brown, um, that offense can get going in yeah. a hurry. They're, and they're, they're, Georgia State's kind of building something. They are. They are. Um, like Sean Elliott, uh, he took over a team that was barely in the FBS and now yeah. could compete. Well, theoretically for the just Sun Belt. In general, one thing I'll I, I'll just say about them is, is with Georgia State is like there's a like the school is kind of committed to building the team up. Like it's not. They should just, also be good, right? Yeah, they're in the middle of fucking Georgia. They're in Atlanta. I know, and then they're playing in Turner Field. Yeah, that's their stadium. They have a fucking like giant stadium. But that's the thing, Georgia State. That's what I was gonna say. Like that's how I know they're committed. Georgia State fucking bought Turner Field. Like, to play football in. That's not... They're not fucking around. Like, they want to be 
They can be. And that's like exactly yeah. what you want from like a school that's, you know, G5 program that like in a is hotbed. hotbed recruiting state. Yeah. Florida's right there too. You can get a little trickle down from or trickle up. Dude, so one thing I always say, so everyone's like, oh, Texas is the best fucking state for football talent, blah, blah, blah. If you combined Georgia and Florida into one state, I would think that would be the better state for football talent. Oh, easily. I think Florida by itself. Yeah. It's better than Texas. Really? Yeah. I mean, Florida's the best. I, and, well, I'm biased, but. Right. And by the way, when you, if, I'm sure there's people that are like, well, you can't combine them because they're, they're two states. But uh, that would put them at roughly the same population as Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd both be about 30 million or something like that, or 40 million or something like uh, that. The only problem I have with Georgia State here is like their defense is a little inconsistent. Also, not super, like, you know, they're not like disciplined. So not great when you (laughs) play a service academy, right? No, (laughs) that's not what you fucking want at all. Actually, when you're playing a service academy, Um, let me look at where they're what they're looking like here. Their defense, I will say. The only thing is, though, too, the service academies are the only schools that are really affected negatively by the kind of extra year, the COVID year. Yeah, because everyone else can return their starters, but like you can't do that at Army. No. You can only be there for four years. Right. It's not like you're getting an extra year of eligibility to play. You also, go, what kind of psycho... You gotta go to Afghanistan and shit. What kind of psycho would want to be at West Point for an extra year? I don't think anyone. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. You're just like, yeah, more... I don't know. I guess you, you only get hazed as like a freshman there or whatever. It just seems like that'd be a lot. Um, yeah, I like Georgia State to win this game. Uh, so, cover two? Yes. Uh, yeah, I like Georgia State to cover. Um, I am a little worried, though, because, yeah, like, they don't have a good defense and, and you know, fucking, you play that. But it really just depends on their, like, so their defense isn't ranked high, but I don't know how, like, athletic they are. Well, you never do. Every year, it's new crop. Right. Just new future leaders of our military. Oh, no, I mean Georgia State. Oh, okay. Like, Not, I don't know. So, like. So, Georgia State's going to be able to score. Georgia's going to be able to score, but, I mean, on defense, like, I, it, it's just, I don't, Yeah. I like them to. I like them. They to might cover. get gashed on defense. Yes. Yeah. Um, that said, Army, if they control the ball, uh, do I know? I'm gonna go with Army. All right. I'm gonna change things up. Fuck. I'm, the, I'm, I, I support the troops, Rob. No, I mean fuck the troops. Okay. Fuck the troops. Go Georgia State. Army. Alrighty. Um, Stanford. Plus two and a half. Versus K State games in Jerry World for, for some no reason. reason. For no reason is it in Jerry World. It might be a quarter full. Like seventy five percent of the stadium will be empty. There are going to be no doubt COVID restricted stadiums that have more people in them than this stadium. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like it's going to look like it's COVID restricted. You'd be like, oh, they should probably blame COVID, <laughs> <laughs> not the fact that Stanford has no fans and right. that, you know Kansas State's just Kansas State. Yeah, and look, K State's a Big Twelve school, so they have a decent alumni base in Dallas slash in Texas. They travel okay. I, I mean, but, I dated K State girl, so yeah, she tries to talk up K State. You going? You're going to the game? She is. I'm not. Okay. I'm, she's like a. <laughs> Uh, so Saturday, I was like, um, or Sunday night when we were watching the fights, um, I had no idea whether or not we were going to actually watch games this weekend. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't know. I might have to work so I can't go. And Ross is like, oh no, no, we have the weekend off. Like, you're fine. And she said, right to Kylie. I'm like, God damn it. Fuck. I didn't want to go to this game. (laughs) So I'm not going though either way. I mean, whatever. It's a college football game. You can go get drunk. Who cares? 
Uh, I think I'm actually going to be at our softcore history host or our other softcore history host, Jake Goldman's house, to watch games. Oh, nice! So he's having a little party. I know you'll have a child, so me and the baby will be watching our first Missouri game together. It'll be a sweet Emma? little. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna as my but my wife. I think I said this last week. She was like, "I'm not gonna be able to cook." Cook game day food for you, though, while you hold the baby and watch the game, because I'll have just given birth, and I'll be tired from it, which just seems like a lie, but... <laughs> uh, so, we got uh, Skylar Thompson back for, what, his sixth year now for K-State? Sure. It's been there forever. Uh, K- K-State is very Washington-like, where I feel like every one of their quarterbacks is the same guy. They just clone. Yeah. Except for the one dude, Klein or whatever the fuck, who was, like, actually good. No, the same, he just same good, style. He's just a good version of that. Yeah, he's like the peak version. I mean, Skylar Thompson's that. I think Skylar Thompson's probably the best version of Klein. Yeah. Where it's just run first, like uh, not a super great Colin, thrower. Colin Klein? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chris Kleiman, or, uh, Chris Kleiman is, you know, he's a good coach. Came over from North Dakota State, won a few natties. No, I like I loved that hire when K State made it, and I I still like it now. Like I have no reason to. They're always going to be pesky, right? They're going to fuck around. They're going to beat somebody they're not supposed to beat in the Big Twelve. Like last year, they beat fucking Oklahoma. Yeah, well, they beat Oklahoma two years in a row. Yeah, they got Oklahoma's number. Yeah, which is uh, awesome. They got one of my favorite players in the country, Deuce Vaughn. He's a little five six, uh, gritty running back. Yeah, kind of catches balls out of the backfield, can kind of sneak in. Yeah. through the hole. It's because nobody can see him. He's so tiny. He's like that's, he's the small. He might be the smallest player in college football. That's not true. Maybe it is. I don't know. He's definitely not five. You six. know, there's got to be some like five six running back. Five five. He is five six. I know, but like, all right, five. There's some. There's a five five running back somewhere. Just like the fastest man alive. Yeah. But I mean, this dude, uh, uh, big big Deuce Vaughn guy. Uh, he will. I uh, will shout him out on the podcast whenever I can. Uh, who do you like in this game? I like. K State. I, I do too. I don't know much about Stanford this year. I know. No, Stanford doesn't have a lot returning, and they're not what they do. I mean, they're just, they're just no, the S P Plus is not high in Stanford at all. I like K State to cover. Um, I wait. Let me go back to look at this. I might like the under too. Stanford has nothing returning on offense. Fifty three points. Yeah, it's really how Skylar Thompson looks. Yeah. Because you can get the offense kind of rolling. And Stanford's defense isn't good. Uh, I'll stay away from the over-under. K-State covers easily. I'm going to bet this game, actually. Like, I know we're making picks on every game, but like, I'm going to bet this game. Like, This going to be one of my bigger bets of the week. I know it's probably because like, nobody cares about Stanford football, but like, why does David Shaw not get any flack? Because no one cares, I guess. Yeah, but like he was always remember a few years ago where it's like, oh, David Shaw, you know, he's he's in the mix for an NFL job. Right. Yeah. And that went away. <laughs> so basically it was like, was Harbaugh the only one? Was it was it just Harbaugh's like coattails at yeah, he Stanford? Kinda, he rode in Harbaugh's wake. Yeah. Kind of, right? I mean and he had McCaffrey. Yeah. But, but who who recruited McCaffrey? Did he? I don't know. I, I can't confirm that. Yeah. I I mean if he if he recruited McCaffrey, then he's got then I'll give him credit. But yeah, K-State wins this game, honestly, maybe double digits. Like, I don't know what Stanford's going to do to them. We agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, West Virginia, minus two and a half at Maryland, over under 57 and a half. Don't know about that over. Uh, I, I, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it right now. Hammer that under. Taking the under? Yeah. 
All right. Um, well, first off, like West Virginia's offense stinks. Which they are not. That's the that is what worries me for Neil Brown, because uh, that is not what West Virginia fans like to watch. Like West Virginia fans want offense. There, you said Dana. Yeah. I can't believe they forced Dana out. I don't think he, he didn't want to be there yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's true. He did. I mean, he got the bag from Houston, and he lives in a city he wants to live in. Right, and he and now I mean, Houston is like proud enough that they might fire him. Mm, no, they're going to be just good enough to like keep him around for a while. That's fair. If Derek King ends up having a like brilliant year, maybe they get annoyed at that. Be like, oh, we could have had him. Yeah, we forced him out. No, I think he was going to leave regardless. All right, that's fair. Um, Neil Brown defense is going to be tough. Um, to his little brother, super inconsistent last year. He's going to be starting for the the Terps. Right. There are games where he like couldn't hit fucking water, yeah. falling out of a boat. But there's other games where he kind of put up points. I, I, I don't really of... know what to expect from them. So like, again, I, I'm I'm going to stay safe. If I lean aside, I'll probably all right. I'll, I'll actually make a pick. Fuck it. I'll go Maryland at home <laughs> with the points plus two and a half, and I'll take the under. I was going to make that pick. Stop. Fuck. I was like, good. Oh, good. We don't have to agree because Dan's staying away. Yeah, Maryland actually wins. Give me the Maryland money line. I'm just going to take the points. You're you're a braver man than I am. Yeah, here. give me Maryland money line. I think West Virginia again. Not a lot of returning production. Uh, I like. Yeah, I like it. All right, and now. You're Mizzou Tigers. Woo! At home, laying 14 and a half, over under 60 and a half against uh, my Central Michigan Chippewas for the week. Yeah, you do really, for some reason, love... Just for the week. Oh, it's, it's Anybody that's playing Missouri, I will, uh, I will be on, I think. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I like... Uh, I might buy a point up. And t- you just- mean just... T- by the half point, bring it to fourteen. Uh, yeah, because then I just push. I guess I'll buy a half. I, I'll buy a half point, and just to be safe, because I hate fourteen and a half is such a fucking annoying line. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take Mizzou uh, covering at, at fourteen, buying a half point. Uh, Central Michigan isn't good at anything. No, they're not. <laughs> and Mizzou's going to be good this year, and Mizzou needs. Mizzou needs a big win out of the gate to get the fans like hyped up because we're yeah. already excited. Like they need to blow it out. You don't think McElwain's got your number? Uh, he didn't. He didn't at Florida. I know. <laughs> so uh, the one thing I will say, uh, Central Michigan has a lot of returning production. They have a ton returning on defense and uh, uh, a fair amount returning on offense too. But I mean, Missouri's upgraded all over the field. Basically, mm-hmm. like their secondary is way better. Uh, the receivers are, I guess, a little bit of a question mark, but I'm and and but I'm not too worried about that. We lost our uh, school record-setting rusher in Larry Roundtree, but Tyler Beatty's really good. Uh, the offensive line is going to be good, and Connor Bazelak is like a hyper-efficient dude at quarterback. He only threw seven touchdowns last year, but we didn't need him to throw touchdowns last year, and he was efficient all over the field. It's crazy, you don't need your quarterback to throw touchdowns. Now when Larry Roundtree's punching it in, man, mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Um, I yeah, Mizzou covers. I buy up a half point just to uh, just just to be safe on that. But yeah, okay. Um, the, as far as the over under goes, I'll take the under. You'll take the under. Yeah, I'll take the under. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so my official pick for this, I think I'm going to go under. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 16 and a half. That feels like a lot. I feel like Mizzou wins this game like 35 to 10 or something like that. Yeah. I don't see Central Michigan scoring that much. So. Yeah. And I don't really see you guys scoring that much. So I guess 35 is not a lot against Central Michigan. No. Uh, Oregon State catching seven at Purdue over under 67 and a half. Over. Give me the over. Yeah. 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 When, when the line's that high, too. Yeah. 67 and a half. They're like just, they're begging you. Just yeah. Take that fucking over. So we're both on the over. Uh, Oregon State can dump in points. Um, Purdue's got a top 30 offense and a bottom 30 defense. Yes. So we're both going to go with the over for that. Yeah. Texas Tech, uh, minus one and a half at Houston over under 65. Ugh, barf. Fuck this game. Uh, I'm going to take Houston money line. Okay. I have no read on this game. They both, like, Texas Tech sucks, and Houston just feels like a mess right now. You think Houston's a mess? Te- Tech's a mess. They, they're both a mess. Yeah, they're both garbage. I don't have any read on this game. Uh, get it away from me. Okay. Rob is a coward. Yes, Rob coward. I'm not going to tell people. To, I'm not going to be like, yeah, bet this game, and then like have people maybe bet based on what I'm saying, and that I don't fucking know, and I just got to make a pick. That's like, what you come to the Drinking Bros podcast network <laughs> for is deep insight. I mean, if you really, really, really want me to make a pick, I think Houston wins. But you're going to go on record. Yeah, fine. Houston money line. Okay. I remember last year. I just bullied you. I remember last year, uh, Houston Baptist almost beat Tech early in the season. First game, yeah. Yeah, so. Should have beat them. Yeah, they should have. They should have won that game. So, fuck it. Uh, I'm taking Baylor to cover against oh, we Texas haven't, Tech. Oh, we haven't even talked about. Or Baylor's playing Texas State. Texas State, I mean. Sorry. Uh, Baylor minus 13 and a half against Texas State. Texas State catching or uh, plus 425 on the money line if you uh, are interested in if that. If you feel so inclined. If you're feeling frisky, over under 53 and a half. I hate this game. It's this game is fucking dog shit. I'm not uh, this Baylor team's I, I might be the least enjoyable team in the country. Well, they should be. They're Baylor. I agree. Like, yeah. should you shouldn't ever have fun watching Baylor and Art Briles made sure to make you feel guilty for that. Well, my boy Charlie Brewer's gone at Utah now. I don't even know if he's getting the start for Utah at this point. I don't think he is. Uh, who cares? Texas State has some pretty good running backs, too. Like, really, they do. I'm, I know I said that about UTEP, but they have uh, Brock Sturgis. He came from, I think, Arizona State. And then you have Jamil Jeter. He, he came from uh, Oklahoma State. Well, they are transfer you, Sean. They are transfer you. I'll give you that. Again, I didn't throw it to you. I, I, was, I was going to, but um, you kind of I, took it upon yourself to throw it to yourself. I felt like you were going to pass me over, so I had to throw that in. I think, I think Texas State covers, but they don't win. Itchy trigger finger. Nick, can you um, cut his mic real quick? Can you cut him? Yeah. Texas I know, State. I know, I know you have a knife, Nick. Yeah, cut him. Uh, Baylor has a top 15 or top 20 defense. Texas State isn't going to be able to score on them. Dude, Brady McFootball is going to probably throw three interceptions here. Yeah. Um, mm, Baylor, cover. Uh, you're going Baylor? Yeah. Yeah. Rob's on Baylor. I gotta go with my Bobcats. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the points. I'd like to request a comment because uh, uh, Brady McBride last three games, 800 yards, uh, 
I don't think he threw any interceptions in those last three games. So at the, he might be the hot hand. That's growth. I think he's going to be good. I don't. I think Texas State might be a 500 team. Maybe. Thank you for your insight. Texas State's last three games. Well, they played Coastal. So fair enough if they didn't throw an interception against them. Yeah, I mean he would. T State was on TV every game last year for yeah. some reason. I don't uh, know why. And honestly, props if you didn't throw a pick against Arkansas State, too. I don't care about Georgia Southern, though. Uh, but yeah, Baylor covers. Baylor's defense is too good. Another interesting game here. My Roadrunners, UTSA, catching six, plus 190 on the money line. We both In said- Champaign, over-unders, 49 and a half. Are we both, give both the, doing this? Give me that UTSA money line. Okay. Give me that UTSA money line. I'm going go, to go UTSA plus six. I'm going to play it safe. Okay. But you're on money line. UTSA wins this game. Illinois was not good last week. No, no, no. Um, They'll come back to earth here. Kind of feeling themselves after this. Um, UTSA is not bad. They got Frank Harris back. Offense can put up points. Um, They have some of the most returning production in the country. Top 15. Yep. Uh, I, I just... Yeah, Illinois looked awful last week. Yeah, but they do have they're just bigger, right? That off those lines are going to be bigger. They're going to be pushing them around. You know, I, I got to squeak one like I think Illinois probably squeaks it out. Yeah. No, fuck it. No. We're both on UTSA money line. Let's fucking go. Let's go. We're Let's on the road runners. Go. Money line. Money line. UTSA. Uh BYU minus 12 and a half at Arizona over under 54. Who you got? Uh, I like BYU to continue Arizona's indignity in football. Mm-hmm. BYU covers 12 and a half. Uh, yeah, I think, that's, I think this is like a 18, 20 point game. I don't think BYU is very good, though. I think Arizona's even worse. No, Arizona's terrible. But I don't, like, obviously, this is not the BYU of last year. Yeah. But no, I tend to agree. BYU minus the points. What are you doing, Sean? You uh, get a little. You just pressing buttons over there? Don't really know what he's doing there. Oh, uh, so we're, we'll both take BYU minus the points. Yeah, I mean BYU top twenty-five offense, defense is in the top fifty well, still. You can't say that. That's the pro- projected top twenty-five offense, but they did lose a lot. They lost a lot. Like they got it. They're turning. They're turning over a lot. Although I do kind of. They're one of the schools I'm less worried about on turnover typically because they're such like a system school. Like they're they're just a bit more of a factory than a lot of schools. I feel like. They're, I just know they're going to have some Samoans on the offensive and defensive right. line. Yeah. And they're going to push around Arizona. It's always like a steady situation with them. Yeah. That Mormon cult. Yeah. Like they have a ceiling, but they have like low ceiling, high floor. Yeah. I and mean, they're going to run the ball down their throat because um, Zach Wilson's gone, obviously. Yeah. Just BYU. Like, Arizona's yep. real, real bad. Real, real bad. Yep. Someone left the fucking cabinets empty. Oh, it's a, I mean, it's a gut job there. Like it's fucking bad. I would be furious if I was an Arizona fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should be good. Like, not good, but like, you should have like a competitive football team in Arizona. You should year. be expecting, they're in the same boat as like Mizzou for me, where it's like, you should expect a division title once or twice a decade. You should expect to be in the mix for a division title at least three times a decade, even mm-hmm. if you don't win a single one. You know, like it's like that's Arizona, that's where Arizona should be around. Um, yeah. Uh, BYU wins for sure. Uh, now, next up, we got 
Nevada plus three catching or catching three at Cal over under 52 and a half. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Nevada. I'm going to take Nevada money line. I think Carson Strong is the best quarterback in the Mountain West. Uh, Cal's pretty whatever. They're going to have a yeah, decent defense. Cal's but. I don't know or care about this game. I'm going to go coward. Not picking it. Don't know about it. Don't care about it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Cal. No, you're going coward. Coward, yes. Okay. Um, all right. I'll write you down for just baby back bitch. Sounds good. Bitch. Um, and then, uh, final game of the weekend for us, um, probably the biggest game for us. Uh, this is our, like, this is the type of game outside the top 25 loves. Yeah. This is, this is for the fans. This is what you came for. Louisville, Ole Miss. Louisville's catching 10 in Oxford. In Oxford. Uh, smash the over. It's 75 and a half, but yeah, that, that number's there to scare you. Yeah. Don't let it. Yeah. They're going to score 90 points in this game. Yes. Louisville is not good on, not good at defense, is good at offense. Ole Miss, literally the exact same. Yeah. No, they're going to, they might hit the over by halftime. Yeah. So is that our, our official prediction? Are you taking Ole Miss too or no? Yeah. I'm taking Ole Miss to win by, uh, to win by uh, more than 10 for sure. I would also, I, like, probably throw Ole Miss into a teaser, six or seven point teaser. Bring yeah, why that not? down. Yeah. Because they're going to win by a touchdown, but like 10's a lot. Eh. I don't really know Louisville. They could, could be okay. It's sketchy. Not, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not quite yet on the Louisville train. Like, that's, they're still in a rebuild, and they, their coaching talent uh, is not the same as Ole Miss's. Like, Ole Miss has elite. Lane? An, an elite coach. Yeah. Lane? Yes. You think Lane's elite? At offense, he is. Yeah. And honestly, he's building something there. Like very quickly, too. I don't know what Satterfield's doing. Like not that he's bad or anything like that, but like just, you know, it just being a better coach at App State than fucking drink. Psh, fuck off. <laughs> drink is a god. <laughs> uh no, I think he's got Louisville in the right direction, but yeah, Old Miss, I think too much. Luke. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make an official pick on the game points. What? I'll, I'll, but smash the over. I'm taking. Smash. I'm gonna pick. That's our official pick is the over and under, and we're gonna smash the over. Okay. I am taking Ole Miss. To oh, you're taking. Up. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss to win by double digits for sure. Uh, we'll win by eleven, I guess for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, the problem is like, the, I guess the difference between these programs is is it's kind of this. Louisville's in the same boat as like Arizona, mm-hmm. right? Like that cupboard was left fucking bear kind of it was a gutted ass program at that like when Satterfield got it got his hands on it but Ole Miss wasn't so like Ole Miss just had like violations right like that's why Lane ended up coming in I always thought you know Bobby Petrino would uh, work out again (laughs) second time's a charm he's in Springfield Mo now uh how did that uh, who saw that coming what Bobby Petrino being a piece of shit again yeah I know it's weird. Being a piece of shit always. It was weird. It's crazy. Fucking weird. Crazy. Uh, yeah. I Ole Miss. I mean, we Ole Miss is like my dark horse SEC West contender. Yeah, we know. I really like Ole Miss. You're super high on Ole Miss. They're. I think they're beat. They'll. They're fun, right? They're, they're really fucking fun. They're super fun, but they're not mean, Rob. They're not mean, but they fly high. I mean, this is a team. I know it was last year. It's not this year, but this is a team last year that's almost scored seventy on their own against Bama. Like, 
I love this over. I love that offense. They fly high. You're saying the Rebels are back? Uh, they're the Land Sharks. Oh. Is that, is that official? I don't know what their official fucking... I think they're still the Rebels. I think they are still the Rebels. Are you saying the South will rise again? The South will not rise again. I actually... My, my favorite moment at going to the one time I went to the Grove for the Mizzou game in 2013 was... Uh, it doesn't happen often. This might be the only time it's ever happened to me, but someone angrily screamed Yankee at me. Like I was called a Yankee maliciously. They the- just saw you and just pictured Yankee. Like they, they just saw your face. They didn't say anything. I was wearing Missouri gear too, which is funny that anyone, like, man, you know you're fucking Southern if you're was calling a Missourian Missouri, a Yankee. The Union? Yeah, we were. Okay. But I, I don't think we have big Yankee vibes necessarily the way like... No. The Northeast does, because that's what it refers to. Like, it's funny to be called, like, a Southerner calls me a Yankee, but then an actual Yankee would think I'm a fucking redneck, <laughs> like, if I just said I'm from Missouri. Yeah, Aaron Judge would think you're a fucking redneck. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I think he was just like, y'all don't know what you're in for, you fucking Yankee! You know? <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> it was a real fat, real drunk guy, and he spit Yankee at me. Like it was like the N-word or something. Like he thought it was going to cut really Real deep. deep. And yeah. I was just like giggling. Sure. Like, oh, this is fun. He's calling me a Yankee. What would hurt worse, Yankee or like carpetbagger? <laughs> Probably a carpetbagger. I mean, a Southerner would take offense. No Northerner would take offense to a Yankee. Like maybe a drunk Bostonian who just doesn't like the New York Yankees. Right. It's like, I don't fuck with New York. Yeah. But like, uh, other than that. Yeah, being called a Yankee was pretty fucking fun, though. I, I enjoyed that. And I also, I, like, I've been called a Yank by, like, British and Australian people, mm-hmm. but that's not a slur. No. Right? That's just like, oh, you're a Yank. But the, the Southerner trying to cut my soul with an insult that only works in Oxford, Mississippi. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you're looking forward to this week? Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, the games we can't talk about um should be fun yeah i we'll better be thursday live watching i believe ohio state minnesota and boise ucf yeah i bet a couple of be, those obviously you have a child i will soon i don't yet uh i bet a couple of those ones i haven't locked in my um outside the top 25 picks yet i'm trying to let me look let me just look down the list here real quick see if there's anything else that i like or find interesting uh you honestly picked all the good ones though it wouldn't surprise me if, um, man, there's just a lot. Oh, I kind of like uh, Arkansas. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but Arkansas covering 19 and a half against Rice. I think, I mean, Rice is terrible. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas, like Pittman's got them in the right direction. I like the, Pittman. Yeah, like they, and Arkansas came out really fucking hot last year. Like, Arkansas came out looking pretty dominant last year. Or, like, pretty good. Not dominant, maybe, but, like, good last year. BT Bates can attest to this if he's in the chat right now. Uh, I think Arkansas covers uh, 20 against Rice. Or covers 19 and a half against Rice. Um, and, okay. Before we go, though, I think we have to... There was a story that broke yesterday that we didn't get to touch on the Monday morning recap. Oh, we, yeah. We went a little too early, but um, it's one of my favorite stories I've seen recently. And that is Bishop Sycamore. Talking a little very outside the top 25 high school football program. Fake high school. Yeah. Just a bunch of uh, dropout JUCO kids. Yeah. Who's, I believe their website doesn't even have like anything on it except the about me is like, or about us is like, come play here. Also, didn't win a single game. 
got smashed by AMG. Yeah. Bunch of high school. They just played a bunch of high schools. They got killed. Yeah. Grown men. It's like, remember the video of Cat Williams fighting like the seventh grader? Yeah. Choked out. (laughs) (laughs) George, you remember that? I do. I think this just proves uh, the system is what's important in football. It clearly, it's a bunch of, I mean, instead of a bunch of like just dudes. Yeah. You can't just put together a pickup football team and then go on ESPN. Which is the best part of the story is that ESPN just did no research and was like, yeah, you can be on our network. Do I, you think we could beat a high school football team? Um, as a, like a, a podcast network? Yeah. No. no. I think we have 11 people. Yeah, well, no. first off, uh, we're the, playing off and we go in both ways? Yeah, what? We have, we, have, we have us, the Giggle Boys, Ross. Dan, Dan's not even going to play. Dan's yeah. going to set it out. Jesse would be good. Yeah. Well, our offensive line is going to struggle. We'd have to have some of the drinking bro fans be our offensive no, line. No, no. I mean, we got Jack on the line. We got, you got JT, technically, right? I don't know where JT's head is. No, no one knows where JT actually is. Right. He, he's in space right Physically now. Physically or, or mentally. Yeah. Emotionally or spiritually. I mean, he might take halfway through the game, he might just start having astral sex with someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just, he just wanders off into the end zone to come. Yeah. <laughs> I like we're not putting together a pretty solid team. I'm sorry. It's just I think we're missing some people. Uh does Caleb Francis technically count since he lives with Jared and has been on the show? Sure. I guess our offensive line will have some heft <laughs> with with what with what's his name from the Giggle Boys and, and Francis Fucking and Mike. Jack. Yeah, I guess those Dude, that's three. A, that's a that's a strong front three. Yeah, but Eli's gonna like I don't think he's an athlete. If he's a big mixed martial artist, but like he's just going to throw roundhouse kicks. Right, that's he's, right. He's, 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 gonna, he's a wide receiver. You get him running down the no, flanks. No, he's going to get us flagged. I think he's a tight end, but yeah, he'll get us flagged either way. He's but just going to fucking take there's, kids' there's heads no, off. Dude, maybe, I mean. <laughs> he drop kicks a kid. Look, you can't but, do that, <laughs> all right, fucking I'll, Eli. I'll say this. If you're, if you're saying, could we beat a high school football team? Yes, let me find like an art academy that for some inexplicable reason fields a team. Even then. No. <laughs> You guys, but, ever, you guys are forgetting about Nick. Yeah, Nick's fine. Nick's going to be one of our better players. Um, Dude, I feel like we have a decent team here. Nick, no. Nick just said we could beat Texas School of the Deaf. Bad news, they won the state championship last year in 8-on-8 eight eight football, so they're going to kick the shit out of They'll us. They'll destroy us. Oh, they're probably really strong, too. You, yeah, we have fucking Sean as like our nose tackle. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, no, I played linebacker. That's yeah. worse. I don't think you retained your linebacker speed. Sean, you are not Sean Witherspoon. Let's put it that way. Yes, thank you, Giorgio. I like that reference. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, Jake is putting on some LBs. Our, oh, we're bringing our, Jake for, from softcore. Yeah, in. Like he's he doesn't have it anymore. He's been eating too much of his uh, homemade bread. I, but these are all post athletes. Right, they still off, got it inside. First them. off, who's even quarterback? I, you know the answer yeah, to that. Yeah. Well, okay, I know who would <laughs> put themselves at quarterback. Right, but who should be quarterback? Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> I'd probably give it up to Dan. I think Dan's probably... I would say yeah, Dan yeah, yeah, would probably yeah. need to be. Yeah. Because... You're looking at a you uh, at least, 500 intramural quarterback here. It's got to be you. Greek League. Because uh, no offense to Ross, but there's no dual threat there. No, no, the run game. The run game's real weak. Yeah, I don't like... We could also... I mean, Ross could just be like a big tight end. 
Yes, Ross would need to. to be a tight end. He lumbers out five yards, raises his hands in the air. Yeah, says, just throw the ball up. <laughs> just throw it up. He'll fucking get it. Plus, he's the punter. He's a blocking tight end. Yeah. Plus, you're going to have me for four years because I'm not getting drafted because I have small hands. That's right. true. And you're white. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. what Dan won't play. No, 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 no. Dan is like, this is pointless. Yeah. Right. This is dumb. Um, just trying to think of somebody else that we could maybe put out there and be respectable. Um, I'll take out some knees. Coop doesn't know how to, I don't think, know how to play football. Sports. No, I don't think he knows what sports are. Joel's yeah. in Macedonia. He may never come back to the right. country. I feel like Joel, if you could get him inspired, could 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 put up some numbers. Maybe. I'll Especially on the look, defensive end. Or you, like, could, like a, you could put me in the slot. I'll be all right in the slot. I'll be your number three receiver. I can open field tackle, and that's about it. Rob's going to try to challenge somebody to tennis. <laughs> yes. Um... Well, he'll be, he won't even be on the field. What will happen is I'll think my tennis skills will translate, and within like halfway through the first quarter, I'll be like, this is stupid, and I hate it, and I'll feel embarrassed. And my ch- I'll feel embarrassed that like, I'll be happy that my child isn't making memories yet. Your child's going to retain all those memories of you just being, just getting crushed by the school of the deaf. Well, the school of the deaf would absolutely, I'm not even debating that. You could blind half of them and they would kill us. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not optimistic about our Okay, Dan's, our the, co- Dan's the coach. And he, doesn't, he, does, yeah, he doesn't call any plays. He just pulls his gun out when he's disappointed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there's ever motivation, it's fear. It, but, no, here's the dying. thing. Even under threat of execution, we would still lose. Yeah, I, don't think we, I just don't think we have the talent. We don't have the skill. We don't have the heart. We really don't have anything. Let's just see Austin. I'm going to look for... You're, a, you're a Division One athlete, but you're also a wrestler. So like, I can't, yeah, anything overhead or throwing, I can't, can't do. No, but no. I think Giorgio is actually a pretty good, like, great cornerback safety situation. With yeah, Giorgio. I can open field tackle. Uh, uh, you know, special teams, I'm really good. How about like a, like a pass rusher off the edge? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That too, good for that. sure. What do you think is more important? We pro- probably need to get pressure on the quarterback. That's what we would have to do from the get-go, right? Yeah, that's me. I can swim. You know, no, no, no one's holding me back. Um, I'm breaking through We line. need a good kicker. Because that's the only way we're scoring points. Mm. Well, it's Ross. Ross, I'll give him credit for the leg. He's a punter. I don't know if he's got the accuracy that we need for a kicker. Yeah, yeah but no. I'm no. actually, Dan, I, I'll Dan, be honest. Dan, I, I, got a, I got a decent leg. I got a decent leg for a kick. What's crazy is Dan Play is very soccer. aware of my athletic ability. Yeah. He knows people like me. He's seen people like me at the rec gym. And he's just like. Just playing pickup basketball. <laughs> just embarrassing. That you don't throw like you try to shoot, but you're shot putting the ball. You're there, yeah. You're there to get rebounds and play defense and just really be annoying. You, yeah. like, you you're always fouling a little bit, but no one wants to call you on it because they're just annoyed and trying to get it going with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna have to get some Craigers. Bros. Craigers wants to know where do we want the roster depth chart sent to? Yeah, all right, Craigers, make a uh, uh, I guess twenty two deep uh, depth yeah, chart. That's the thing too. We both we got to play both ways now. Yeah, we don't make, have enough. We don't have enough bodies. I'll tell you what, Craig. So you can fill in a couple fans, <laughs> and not, but not good ones. We had three fan flex positions. Yeah, we get three, Craig. You can put three fans in there, but otherwise, you got to make people play both ways if need be. Okay, for the draft show tomorrow, we need all these fans to put together their tetherball lineup and positions. Yeah, and who plays what and where. That's a yeah. For, all right, Craig. For the rest of you in the chat, just email that to uh, uh, Dan, I guess. Yeah, I mean Sean, Sean or Drinking Bros Podcast yeah, at yeah. Gmail. We'll Drinking Bros Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, send it to that. Send your line. Send your uh, your depth chart. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll maybe we'll make a Photoshop of our team. It won't be. Yeah, we're getting rocked. Yeah, I. 
We just got to find an art school in Hope. Even then. Yeah, I wow. actually found one. Uh, <laughs> you just forget about Dakota. I found one in Austin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, this All is right. not a terrible team. No. Uh, it's pretty bad. I, D- Dakota's great, but he's not an athlete. You gotta, he's well, in shape. Dakota's, he owns the dash, but he doesn't <laughs> here's, own the like dash on the field, you know? No, no. Dakota's playing defensive tackle, and I actually think he'll, he'll do a little work. Yeah, there. yeah. He, he'll be great on the line. But like, do I think he's going to be able to catch or throw or do anything like with the ball? He's not touching the ball. No, just tight situations. Okay. One-on-one. Even then, though, he's get, so if he's on the defensive line, he's getting double teamed. That's okay. Who else, is, who else do they need to block? He, Sean? He, he's already known to take down an entire unit by himself. That's true. With a rock, though. He's not allowed to use rocks. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> we could get McConaughey. He's been, like, I guess, do we, can we include guest, former guest? No, I, we've had football players yeah. on. <laughs> I, I know. But, Let's get Michael Irvin in here. I know, no, yeah. We need, we need recur, all right, people that are recurring, I guess people that are in the stratosphere. Not necessarily recurring guest or recurring guest but people right. who are in the tim kennedy but again mma fighter not doesn't really translate so austin terrible at football austin yeah. austin isd's fine arts academy is mccallum high school and uh their football team looks like it could fuck us up <laughs> yes all right I, this conversation has gone on long enough yeah. we will get rolled by any art school out there <laughs> um but hey man we're gonna make picks uh we'll hopefully give you some winners um, we got off to a good start. That's usually what Let's happens. Go. Um, so we'll, we'll try to continue doing that. Uh, we'll talk about your team as long as it's outside the top 25, which it probably is. But it definitely is. So uh, until next week, um, I, I don't know what our schedule is going to be. You know, Rob supposedly has a child be, tomorrow. I should be on a pretty normal schedule to come in and, and do the shows. Okay. Definitely on the ones I host. I might be I might be work from home for the ones I got to take notes on. Maybe I'll get you like a little uh, online setup. Have you Skype in now? That would suck. Uh, let's not that. do that. You're yeah. coming in. Yeah, I'm forcing you to come in. That's fine. I don't um, want to. I don't want to do the Zoom. Just bring setup. a baby in. That's fine too. Oh no! I know what we can do. What? We can have a segment where we can have we just put the two teams on the floor, and whatever your baby crawls to. Okay, they don't crawl out of the womb. Like that it takes, takes them like yeah, it takes them like seven months. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this baby's useless for fucking seven months. I guess. Maybe what we could do is like I don't even fucking know. We'll put we'll put the team by each hand and just whichever hand touches first, like actually manages to touch it first, that's his pick. Okay. Well we're like maybe for food. I'm already falling asleep. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe food we give him two food options, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, whatever my, he goes which, with my wife's left or right breast. It could be like one's breast milk, one's poison. Perfect. Whatever color the throw up is, if it's that team's color, you bet on that team. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll we'll hash it out. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully. Perfect. Um, maybe Wednesday. Supposedly our normal. Yes, I'll be. We'll be good for Wednesday. Normal day. Uh, but until then, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you. See you later. We'll your team sucks. A, yeah, your team sucks. We'll have to come up with some type of exit. <laughs> Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. 
Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.